Welcome to a brand new series here at Quacky Gems Podcast. I'm Gem Swallow. I took the idea to remove myself from Instagram because it was just getting to me and my life evolved. So I did the unthinkable. Yep, I deleted it. I then had an idea. I'd do a brand new series on my podcast, but with a twist. There are three rules. No health, no job talk, and no social media. Mm Mm-hmm, really. Just adventure and what I get up to. Let's see what this life really has to offer. This is Life Offline, the brand new series here at Quirky Gems Podcast. Let's do this. Do you love Quirky Gems Podcast? Why not consider becoming a patron? From just a few quid or dollars a month, you'd be helping to support this podcast. You can get a shout out here plus lots more. Just choose the tier that's right for you at patreon.com forward slash quirky gems podcast. With thanks to my patron for this episode, just me being Mrs. B. Let's get in on the episode. Hello and welcome to Quirky Gems Podcast Life Offline. I'm Gem Swallow. Hi and thank you so much for pressing play on this episode. This is Violet Hair Dye and Going Forward. So if you haven't had the chance to check out the previous episode where I talked about this very thing, Violet Hair Dye, then oh, you're missing out on an experience that I have had. What can be said? Okay, so if you haven't checked out the previous episode, then let me give you a little bit of a spoiler, Okay. Around about three days ago now, as I look to the calendar before me, it's the 19th of December, yeah? It's a couple of days before Christmas here in the UK. And yours truly here, Gem, decided to dye my hair. Yeah, I decided to go a little bit of not just one colour, but deep violet. We're talking purple here, people. Purple. So, I decided to try it out. Did not expect the experience that I got. Would I recommend my experience? No. Would I recommend going deep violet? Nah, nah, <laughs> don't do it. So, okay, a little couple of stuff has happened since the previous podcast. And so I wanted to kind of share with you guys how I'm at like now, where I'm going forward, and also talk to you guys about an episode that's coming up and hopefully it should be going live on Christmas Day. So if you need like some time away from the family or, you know, it can kind of be overstimulating, I'm going to let you know on an episode that's coming your way. Hopefully it will be live Christmas Day. So please do stay tuned towards the end of the episode. So with the theme in mind, violet hair. Okay. I, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I've actually been keeping updated my little hair journey on there. And so (laughs) I've been dyeing my hair on and off since the age of 12, 13. But this hair colour, oh, it has been the gift that keeps on giving. What can I say? (laughs) Okay. The dyeing of the hair took place. Okay, that was fine. And then the burning took place. And then the bit where I was trying to wash it off, I have never felt so ill. So in the previous episode, I talked about dyeing it and I talked about, you know, the washing it off and the whole thing of when you usually dye your hair, that usually is it. That is your experience. And you get to go around with these gorgeous locks and thinking, I chose this colour and I'm rocking it. Not the case for me, not the case at all. So 
For me, I could not get away from the overwhelming smell of apricot. If I never smell apricot again, it will be too soon, okay? Couldn't get rid of that smell. My scalp was so sensitive and I actually took to using eczema cream. But that only took so far. I then had a couple of people that follow me on Instagram saying about trying these different things. And I was taking to Dr. Google to think, okay, this thing's on my hair. Every time I get my hair wet, which to be honest, two days ago, I would have said, called you crazy, slammed the door in the face and said, go away until I can talk to you again. <laughs> it would have been too much. My scalp has been insane. The other night, my scalp got so overstimulated, and here's why. Okay, usually when it comes to winter, over here in the UK, when it comes to winter, or like the end of autumn, beginning of winter, I live and die in beanies. It's true, I've got thick hair anyway. It is quite healthy, but because I have a very sensitive scalp, I figured out that much, you know, who knew, I wear beanies. Now, over here, the weather has been really changeable. For example, just today we had a mixture of hailstones and we had thunder. It was all going on. I assumed it had to be warm to have, you know, that we'd have thunder. Not the case. Apparently not the case at all. So I think the weather is as as peed off with this COVID situation as the rest of us, am I right? So the weather a few nights ago was very changeable and usually i keep an eye on the weather forecast because i know okay if we're going into changeable weather then i'm gonna have to protect myself and usually if i get aura for me it's like a visual disturbance if i get aura then i think okay if i'm gonna go into migraine it's usually because of the weather i've been so focused on trying to stop my hair from smelling and trying to wash out this deep violet hair color I did not foresee a migraine. So here's the situation where I was at. There I was, I was watching something on TV that was paranormal. If you know me well enough here at Quacky Gems Podcast, you'll know that I love paranormal stuff. It, it's my, it's my, you know, it's my jam. I like it. So I was watching this thing. Actually, no, tell I, I was not watching that. I was watching something to do with a, a true crime story on TV, as you do. And as where my um, reclining chair is that I sit there, it's big enough, you'd think it was a sofa, to be honest. And the back of me, where the house is so old, there was a draft coming through the window. So I noticed that where the temperature had dropped, my head was really starting to ache. And so I proceeded to get something that's kind of like this gel eye mask that I keep in the fridge that I even forgot I had until a few weeks ago. My mum's like, do you know you got a gel eye mask in the fridge? Did not know that, but thanks, mum. <laughs> I didn't, I forgot all about it. We've all been there, right? <laughs> I forgot all about it and I thought, ah, oh, that'll come in handy one day. It did. Or at least I thought it did. So I was, <laughs> it's so crazy how these things just come together. You know, it was like it was, I don't know, foreseen or something. So <laughs> I'm saying it's because like two days, I swear my mum's psychic, two days before needing it, my mum mentioned about this and I completely forgot all about it. And so around about two nights ago, I thought, okay, I'm throwing everything at this dodgy head and it wasn't going. I was throwing mints at this thing. I was throwing um, paracetamol at this thing. I was literally throwing everything. So I wanted to bring the like the sensitivity in my scalp way down. It wasn't working. 
Two nights ago was the first time I was able to put a beanie, or I say a beanie, it was a beret. If you <laughs> if you check out my Instagram, you will see the very one. I even do a little bit of a dance for you. Don't ask me why, it just felt like a good thing to do at the time. So I have this purple, like this deep purple beret. And so it was lying around the living room. I'm a messy person, who knew? I'm a woman, okay? It's going to happen. <laughs> I like things around me so they're easy to pick up. So I had like the beret in the room with me and I thought, okay, my head's getting really sensitive. I just put a hat on, Bob's your uncle. I did that and I managed to protect my head for a little bit, but big but the weather got more violent. So there was like a, like heavy winds. And like I said, I live in a drafty house and I found my head was really, really sensitive to the point where it was starting to bang. And all of a sudden, it's it's funny how when my mum goes to bed, that's when it seems to happen. My body's like, yes, let's be as dramatic as we can utterly be. I don't know if it's because like the temperature drops, but I just remember my head was starting to bang and I actually felt nauseous. And what was weird was it didn't feel like an ordinary migraine. It was connected to my scalp. So I couldn't touch my scalp, but it itched. Oh my God, did it itch. And I thought, I don't know how much, I thought, will I never be able to wash my hair again? Well, you know, I, it was pain, it really was. So I remember two nights ago, I had the mother of all migraines. I was vomiting, I was, it, it was just bad, really bad. And all I kept thinking was, okay, death by hair dye. That's where this is going. I mean, this is not a good way to go, but okay. I'm not even being dramatic, it got me to that part. You know, I thought, okay. I can't wash my hair, I can't style it, it's causing me pain. I tell you something, I've never felt so ill. I literally felt like I was being, I don't know, I was gonna say radiated, but that's not the word, is it? You know, like when you see movies and someone's got radiation, like radiation poisoning, that's how it felt, or how I assume it to feel. You know, like when you just feel so ill and you can't place what it is, I look pale, but then again, I guess deep violet will do that to you when you have a pale complexion. I mean, who knew? I looked pale. I had next to no energy. I couldn't think straight. I wasn't bleeding anywhere. There was no pus. There were no cuts. So I guess there are positives here. But for me, I just, I felt like death warmed up. I mean, I think if a zombie apocalypse took place, I would have fit right in. But that's just my viewpoint. So, I mean, we've had everything but, right? So for me, I had the worst migraine and then I severely lost my poop. I really did. I'd had it. I'd had it. Usually when I'm when I was a, like a kid, I started getting migraines at the age of 12. When I was a kid, I used to have like, I don't know, something would bug you or you get overstimulated. When you become an adult, you know, you kind of figure out what triggers you. For me, I would be overstimulated and then I'd have a migraine and that's like someone pressing the reset button because it's kind of like you had the massive storm and then usually you have like clear skies afterwards. That's what happens to me. When I had the migraine, all I kept thinking was, okay, after this, it's going to get better. It shouldn't have got to this point, but I kind of thought with the apricot smell and the cold air, it's a melting pot for a migraine. So yesterday when I awoke, my mum and, you know, my mum's been off work and Jack was around and I thought, okay, I'm giving serious consideration to cutting my hair. It got to this. Now, 
I mentioned on the podcast about a year ago, give or take, that I was planning on growing my hair. I had a pixie cut at one stage. Do you remember Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence when she went into a pixie haircut? I had that exact same style and I grew it out. And up until this point, I've enjoyed growing and styling my hair. But yesterday I had had enough. I was on the cusp of desperation. I sat on the edge of the armchair as one does. I had a migraine, literally shit got real at this point. And I said to my mum, do you know at this point, I'm ready to cut it off. My scalp felt so tender that because my hair's long and thick, it felt like it was pulling on it. I couldn't do anything, I couldn't touch my hair, I couldn't lift it up, I couldn't do anything, and the mother of all migraines didn't help. And I literally felt, even though I had support, like Jack was trying everything he could to help me out, he was, you know, offering suggestions, mum was doing the same thing, and I was limited at what I can do because I'm a migraine sufferer, I'm very sensitive to smells. And I thought, okay, so it takes an average about a month for your hair to start growing out hair colour, and I thought... This is me for a month. Christmas is going to actually be really a not great event. It's, it's going to, this is going to be really bad, isn't it? And I thought, for me, Christmas is cancelled. I thought, great, grand. I thought, okay. Over my birthday, I had gastritis. Okay, and now over Christmas, as we look to this, this day that we're all preparing for, I thought, okay, that's fine. This is me. The end has come. Okay. Because usually for me, I like to find solutions to a problem. If I can't find a fast solution, I panic because I can't understand why there shouldn't be... You know, in your normal day-to-day life, if it's too hot, you turn the heating down or you take a layer off. If you're too cold, you put a layer on. If you're thirsty, you get a drink. If you're hungry, you get a snack or you eat something. There's, an easy, there's like a fast solution for what you need. For me, I couldn't find one. So I was sat there and I said to my mum, I don't know what to do. I said, I'm literally feeling like it's a hair colour. I should not be in this state. I should not be feeling so ill. So my mum had a look up online and there were a few suggestions that you can try. One of them was baking soda. Now, there was, this was something that I had thought about previously. But when I come across baking soda, my very first thought, funnily enough, was not trying to put it on my hair or on my person to see what it does. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a curious being, but there are some things that I look and think, you know, oh, you know, I want to see what this does when I apply it to my barnet. This wasn't my first instinct. When I saw it on the list of things to trial, to try and remove a smell, because the thing that was causing the most pain for me, especially you know, the most sensitivity was the smell. Couldn't get away from it. I was washing my pillowcases. I was washing my bed in. My hair's shoulder length, so it moves. I mean, that sounds weird, doesn't it? But yeah, it moves. And so when the air circulates, I get wafts. It's not pleasant. And so we had some baking soda just lying around, as you do. Well, it wasn't lying around. It it was in the kitchen. We didn't just pick it up from the garden or anything. You know, we have standards. So, <laughs> God knows the image I just put out there. But yeah, so my mum said, how about we try some baking soda? So with this, considering there's a ratio, okay? Now you might be thinking, what in God's name are you talking about? With this ratio, you can make baking soda into a paste. Now, 
I actually, okay, I'm going to sound really naive, okay, but it's not something, I don't bake, all right, one of my hobbies in this life is not one of baking, okay, I've, I think I baked a cake once with my mum, it kind of went a bit tits up, to be honest, it, it was an experience, but I have never seen, when you see cookery shows, no one says, and now our baking soda, I, I just don't see that happening, so I actually don't know why it's called that, okay, we have this thing called soda crystals, which apparently is baking soda. Who knew? And my mum had it because apparently it's very good for cleaning appliances. Apparently you can use it for cleaning the oven. You can clean it for, you know, the washing machine. If your washing machine's starting to smell, you can put it on in. And if you put a, you know, a load on or you let it set, <laughs> I'm doing like a rotation with my hands, you know. <laughs> Welcome to Gem's show. And here's what we're going to be doing when we're cleaning appliances. But no, apparently if you put a load on and your washing machine smelling, you know, it can clean it. You know, keep that one for a later day, for a rainy day. If you ever get bored, then shove some soda crystals in your washing machine and have fun. So, <laughs> mum had these lying around, as you do. And mum was saying that with soda crystals, you can kind of make a paste. And I thought, you can. Because literally, it's kind of the same texture as literally salt, but they're like... It's like salt or sand, but it's abrasive. So if you put it on your hands and you rub your have a hand over it, you can feel that it's like it's got particles. So mum decided, as you do, <laughs> to make some. So I decided it was kind of a spare of the moment thing. I am usually, if you know me, I actually did an episode on this like months ago called Dare Me To, okay? I had come to the end of my tether. My rope was freeing. I was at the bottom of it and I thought, okay, I'm high here. I need something to kind of, you know, I'm, I'm giving away here. I'm, I'm literally giving away. And if I let go, I'm, I'm going to drop and this is going to hurt. This has potential to be really painful. I was at the end of my ever frame rope. So when mum suggested soda crystals, I thought, why not? I've got nothing to lose. I mean, let's look at the evidence, shall we? I've been a pixie before. I've had a bob before. The only thing I don't think I've had in this life yet is a mullet. I can't confirm nor deny that might happen in the future. I'm not there yet. But in this life, I've had a pixie hairstyle and I had a bob. I thought, I have cutting scissors, okay? For the last year or so, I've been cutting my hair myself. So if this goes bad... I'm sure that there are YouTube channels where you can cut a pixie or if it gets too bad, I will beg, borrow and steal to get myself into a, a, a hair, you know, salon where a hair cutting professional can give me a new new style and with that I can go with it, you know, I'll, I'll try and grow it out, depends on my mood that day. So, in the kitchen, there I was and I'm going to paint a scene for you now, okay. There I was in my pyjamas with my blue dressing gown, you know, just to really give you a graphic scene so that you're in the room with me. With white stars on it, yeah, that, that happened. And mum decided to, <laughs> what's scary is mum didn't need any encouragement, okay? <laughs> when mum wants to do something, there is no stopping her. <laughs> in this, okay. <laughs> Jack stands there fascinating in this, like, okay, you know, he's, his mind is like literally like a sponge. He's fascinating to watch. I am thinking, okay, if this goes really tits up, I can cut this thing, okay? It's only hair. 
hair grows. I was trying to convince myself that hair does indeed grow. I know it's a fact, but I was, I was in a desperate place. Mum took to putting, getting a mug, putting a few tablespoons full of this baking powder, or to quote it, I mean, let's be factual here, soda crystals, <laughs> other forms of baking soda are available, soda crystals into this um, mug, and I don't think she planned out the rash, you know, the ratio to this, how much water to apply to the soda crystals, because literally it was just this white stuff in water. Literally, it kind of looked like milk, but not as thick. That's the only way I can describe it. And so we have a stool. Funny story, this. I have a stool that around about two years ago, I told you I'm messy. Two years ago, it's supposed to go to my dressing table. It now lives in the living room that my cat decides every now and again to sit on. But because, I mean, we don't live in the hair salon, who knew? So we had to grab that. Get that in front of the, the kitchen sink. Oh, it was all very technical. And then I decided, as one does, to sit on it with my back towards the kitchen sink and then pray. I saw we could do at that point. So the end result or the end goal that we were hoping to achieve here was to stop my hair from smelling. I was hoping for no breakage because I've been really careful lately, to be honest. When I had blonde hair last time, I had breakage, okay? I don't know what I've done with it. I don't know if it's a medication thing, but I just didn't want it to break. My hair's quite healthy, yes? Yeah? So I wash it every day. That works for me. But up until this point, up until yesterday, it hadn't been brushed for two days and only parts of it had been washed. It was all very... It was an experience, okay? So there I was, sat on this wooden stool... And all I could see was a reflection on the oven in front of me. That's all I could see. <laughs> I put my trust in these two humans. <laughs> and I thought, all right, we're going to do this. There's no turning back now. I had a towel around me. Think like you're in a hair salon and, the, you know, you have a towel because you're about to undergo the whole sink treatment and they're about to wash and do your thing. It's usually quite a pleasant experience. None of us knew if this was going to work. So in for a penny, in for a pound type thing. So there I was, sat on this wooden stool with my back towards the kitchen sink. And my mum looking at me and she's like, OK, how do you want to do this? The first thing I thought was, how am I supposed to know? You, you, you've taken it to this point. All of this was your plan, mum. I mean, <laughs> I thought you had the instruction manual or at least an itinerary. I'm just sat here waiting for you to say. Then she was like, how do you want to do this? My mum has this look about her. She's curious, but she doesn't want to do something that you might regret. So it's kind of like she leads you up to the part and then she's like, you shouldn't do this. Whereas Jack's like, come on, babe, we can do this. We can totally do this, you know. We've come this far. I'm just sat here thinking, OK, find strength from somewhere, Gem. This, this is going to do you good. And if this ghost sits up, which it has 50% chance of doing, then at least it will be a really cool story to tell someone one day. Maybe. So there I was. And I decided to use a telephone hair tie to kind of put my hair in bunches, okay? So I knew my hair could take a beret because the night previously, when this almighty migraine decided to erupt, I could wear a beret. And I thought, okay, I know for a fact my head can take pressure, okay? Thank you for teaching me that lesson. I'm now going to use it against you. 
So I decided to get an electric hair, electric, they do those, telephone hair wire thing. There's a telephone hair wire, they do those as well. Hold on a second, let's rewind, press pause. Right, okay, start again. <laughs> a telephone wire, is it a telephone wire? Yeah, telephone wire hair tie, that's what they're called, right? Hair bubble that's in the shape of a telephone thingy-majig, that, yeah. So there I was, putting it in a, like a, a bunch, and we decided, because mum was on the left of me, to dip my hair from like the ear downwards, my hair is shoulder length, just kind of, actually no, it's more, I'll just say, more, what's that thing called? Chest bone? No, there's a bone on like where your shoulder is. <laughs> collarbone, that's the one. <laughs> it was going so well up until that point. Your collarbone, my hair's up into that. So, you know, it's kind of like yeah, round shoulder length. So mum decided to dip my left hand bunch, grab a little bit of hair, she did it so gently, and dip it into this mug of water that contains soda crystals and water. I waited. Up until this point, all I could feel was someone had hold on my hair. I couldn't feel water or anything, but I just literally felt like someone had hold of my hair. And I thought, okay, I could see in the reflection opposite me what was taking place. And I thought, all right, I have the image in my head that mum's going to lift out the bunch and the hair's going to come away. And I thought, if that does, Bob, we, we, can, wait, we can make this work. I thought, I'll, I'll somehow make this work. Then my mum said, the dye's coming out. And I thought, oh, okay, I didn't expect that. And I thought, oh, hallelujah. Because i tell you something, every time water, especially warm water, has been applied to my hair in the last 72 hours, water with dye in it has come out. And it's been a royal nightmare. So, there mum was, dipping the hair in and out. And then she said, oh, a lot of dyes come out. I thought, okay, right. When mum put the hair back, I used my fingers to feel the texture. And I mean, it felt kind of like you had salt in your hair. And I thought, okay, and like I said, we've had soda crystals. My first instinct wasn't to apply them to your hair because who does? You know, it's usually when you get to a state of desperation, you look at household appliances and household chemicals and you think, oh God, okay. So, I mean, I don't condone this, but... This was my experience. So mum did that, and then she did the other side, and then we did the back. Then, because it was starting to kind of really make my hair feel dry, I mean, who knew, we decided to wash it with my shampoo, which I'm happy to say is Pantene Pro-V. So apparently it's Repair and Protect, which comes in handy. So other shampoos brands are available. So then mum was washing it off, and I thought, okay, I can smell Pantene. Oh, heavens above, I can smell Pantene. And I thought, no more apricot. Oh, my God, thank you. This is what I was thinking. This is what was taking place in my mind. Jack was just watching mum as she lifted the hair and violet dye removed itself from my locks. And I thought, okay, all right, you know. Mum was more fascinated that this thing was stripping my hair. And all I kept thinking was, yes, it's stripping my hair. What is it taking with it? I don't know. I don't have like an instruction manual for this specific experience. <laughs> and I thought, okay, right, here we go. So then I said, you know, let's continue to wash this out. 
Now, yesterday, my scalp was really tender. So I noticed, right, my mum was like, okay, we're not going to wash your scalp because I don't want to hurt you. And I thought, all right, I'm a daredevil, okay? I like to push the envelope. See, if I say, if someone says, we won't do that, I kind of come at you and think, why can't we do that? What would happen if we do? I'm that kid that never grew up. I'm that five-year-old to ten-year-old child. It's like, what, what will happen if we do? What will happen if we don't? You know, I need to know. Inquiring minds want to know. That is what happens in my brain. I push the envelope. So, we washed it. But that wasn't enough. Oh, no, no. We didn't just stop there and just, you know, admire the results, whatever they might be. Oh, no, no. Not us three. No, not the three amigos. Uh Uh-uh. We then decided to (laughs) take this party of three and... uh, baking soda crystals in our water that we just con- <laughs> concocted <laughs> our little magic potion and take it into the bathroom no house no room in this house was safe so I then decided this make okay this is about to get technical okay I should have been a blue peter presenter I really should have been okay <laughs> all right so we then decided to go into the bathroom and we don't have a shower, as I mentioned in the previous episode where I talked about this violet hair experience. No, we, we have a cup and we have water. That's the best we've got in this situation. So I decided to sit in the bath. Now, my plan of action was this, okay? My plan was very cool, apart from I was missing one key ingredient. And it sucked that I don't have this. And I think I might have to invest in one. Okay, so my plan of action was, right... I can take hot water, or warm water, okay, at this point, and I thought, what I could do is put myself in a swimming costume, sit in the bath, and then what can happen is, mum can let the water trickle down, because that way it's not getting on my skin. One key ingredient missing that, I don't own a swimming costume, so I thought, okay, right, you know, it was part of a good plan. So instead, I decided to sit in the bath, and... Mum decided to help wash the bottom. So think like a mullet hairstyle, okay? So the back of my hair, mum decided to wash. And yeah, bits came out. This baking soda had stripped the colour. And oh my God, I can't tell you. It took the smell with it. I can't tell you how nice it was last night to sit in a room where there's ventilation. I mean, that's important for the human being, right? We need air. But to sit in a room where the smell of apricot wasn't attacking your nostrils at any given moment you decide to move. I mean, I, I'm a human, I can only take so much. So when we washed it, I was tempted because I thought, okay, when I usually have a migraine, if I decide to wash my hair, it helps my kind of my head chill out a bit. However, that's with a migraine. <laughs> I've never had like an allergic reaction to a hair dye before so this is uncharted waters for me okay there's no roadmap for this so I trusted my instincts and mum said to me okay how about tomorrow we try washing it again and see what comes out that was this very morning my friends it really was so I'm happy to say yesterday okay if you've been following this experience on my Instagram I have been sharing it if you get bored tough because I've been sharing it and it's kind of like a year later or so on, I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, hopefully we'll all be in a better place then. But I can look back at it and think, oh God, 
what was I thinking? I'm kind of in that ballpark right now. But I've been sharing it. And yesterday, I was so thankful about using a hair tie. I'm hopefully going to do an episode on this in the new year about this hair tie. Because I got this, I bought one. I'm very excited to try it. I'll let you know. So, stay tuned. Press follow. Press subscribe wherever you're listening to. Do it now. Go on. I'll let you. I'll, I'll wait. Okay, carrying on. So, when we had done this, this morning I awoke... And my hair of my hair, my head is obviously a little bit sensitive because this was a bad migraine. And the weather is absolutely crazy outside. Like, I mean, we're going towards Christmas, so it, it stands to reason that it will be. <laughs> it can't just be calm, can it? So there I was, I woke up and my hair didn't smell, thankfully. Got up, and so I thought, I get to, I mean, this is so crazy that when you wake up, how much you can take for granted when you know you can do something. For example, if you've had an operation, you know you can't have a bath or a shower. If you've had a tattoo, you know you can't wash that area because the ink will go. So when it comes to basic hygiene, if you're able to have a bath, shower or a wash down, when that's taken away from you, you think, oh, thank goodness, I'll never take you for granted again. You know that it's human nature to take it for granted. But when you know you can't have it, it's just not nice. It's a form of cruelty. So when I woke up this morning and I went downstairs, well, the first thing, you know, I kind of thought, no smell. Oh, yes. Thank the heavens. Oh, my God. Baking soda. You rock, Pantene. Oh, my God. You two are perfect. Oh, you're a perfect marriage. I don't highly recommend using them every day, but yeah. So when I came downstairs, mum asked me how I was because, you know, a couple of days ago I'd had a mother of all migraines. It wasn't pretty. And so we decided to wash my hair. And it made me feel like a child again because mum had to wash it because I don't know why. I think because my head's so sensitive. If someone else is washing it, I can sit there and be like, okay, right, I'm gearing myself up for this. All right, okay, three, two, one, water it. And then water cascades. You're like, come on, come on, we can do this. And then once the event's taken place, the shampoo's been lathered on and stuff, it's kind of like having your own spa treatment at home. And when your mum's very gentle, it's great because you're like, oh, it's so nice. So there I was in the bath. What I expected to see, it happened, but there was way more than I planned to see. Okay. There I was in the bath. I really need to invest in a bathing costume. I can't tell you how much I need to invest in a bathing costume, but still, okay. There I was in the bath. I had been waiting for this moment for 24 hours. Okay, now, the day before washing my hair, I washed a little bit, but my hair had not been seen shampoo in two days. I tried dry shampoo and eczema cream. They were the only two things that had touched my bonnet, okay? And I'm ashamed to say this, I had not brushed my hair in two days and you could tell it it was living under a hat and I wondered why I kept on scratching until Jack said you haven't brushed your hair in two days babe didn't bother him which I thought was a sign of true love but for me it was kind of like okay all right brush that I was able to take a brush and I thought good the first thing that's coming to my head is healing this is fantastic so back to the bathroom there I was sat in the bath this morning okay felt like a child again like, you know, this might be TMI, too much information, but bear with me. So there I was. Mum was armed with a plastic beaker and some shampoo. We were not touching baking soda because what mum's plan was, was to remove the smell. 
that took place, I was happy. And so there I was, waiting for this cascade of water to hit my scalp and then go down. And also I wanted to see if anything came off and oh my God, did it. Oh my God, it looked like a massacre. I'll be honest with you, if the dye had been red, if I'd gone into a deep red, I think I would have thought, whoa, and my brain would have thought, that's a lot of blood. I'm visual, okay? Because it's deep purple, my mum keeps referring it to referring to it plum. And I thought, okay, let's see what happens. So I sat there. My mum decided to pour the warm water. I was expecting to scream, to be honest. My mum looked at me in kind of like a bit of angst because she was like, okay, if you hurt, if this hurts you, we'll stop. And I was like, okay, I can take this. I'm a migraine sufferer. I have endometriosis. I'm, li I'm living through fibro. I mean, I have a pain tolerance here. Shouldn't have to, but I do. I thought, and if all else fails, I'll just blow dry it really quickly, shove a beanie on my head and pray. I'm not even religious, but I'll pray, okay? So, I was thinking, and I kind of thought, all right, I think I actually did the praying motion while I was in the bath, just for a visual representation of what was going through my head. So there I was thinking, okay, just don't hurt. Please just don't hurt. I've gone through enough pain. I can't take this. Please just make this freaking pleasurable, because it should have been pleasurable to begin with. But mum applied the hot water, and then she went, oh, that worked. And I thought, what did? I thought, okay, why do people say that when you can't see anything? Okay, I have my eyes closed, because to be honest, I remember from my childhood, when you get shampoo in your eyes, it is not a pleasant experience, okay? That stuff burns. So there I was, in this bath, and mum went, oh, that's better. And then Jack decided to say, oh yeah, it's coming out. I was like, why are you telling me this? I can't see anything at the moment. So I thought, okay, trust their visual view. Then mum went, oh, that is really coming out. And I thought, has it gone? Is this what it's been leading up to? Has it gone? Have the gods heard my... <laughs> Have the gods heard my cries? And then mum went, it's come out. She said, look behind you. So there I did. I opened my eyes, looked down, and I thought, okay, the front of me, the water's clear. Okay, because up until this point, soap hadn't been introduced yet and shampoo hadn't been introduced yet. The back of me, though, there were bubbles and there was, there was purple. And I was like... That was a hell of a lot more than I thought. I mean, I was preparing for some purple, but not that much. So, mum introduced shampoo. Whoa. I tell you something, when you've had a migraine and you've had a sensitive scalp, it is, it's the closest to heaven you're going to get as a physical being, I tell you. So, mum decided to massage it. I was like, it's okay, you can do it a bit firmer. I can take it. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a, I usually say I'm a woman, but I think you can sometimes say I'm a man. You know, it doesn't have to be gender-based here. I can take it. I can take it, you know. I mean, I say to Spot all the time, what are you doing, woman? It doesn't bother him, so it doesn't bother me. So, I'm like, I can take it. You know, I'm a strong person. So, mum decided to introduce a massaging motion. And then as she did... As she washed it, the water came down. Oh, it was so nice. I can't tell you how nice it was. And then purple. It seemed to be more and more purple. And it was like, okay. And then we washed my hair twice. And then mum helped me to blow dry it. So there are bits of me. The picture you can see on the cover art of this episode is that basically my hair's up. So it's dark. Now... Mum so beautifully pointed out to me this very morning that my hair consists of three colours. 
<laughs> I really loved her for that comment. Okay, so my hair consists of blonde. Yep, I can vouch for that. That was the first colour that my hair decided to sprout when I grew hair. Grey. Yep, I've reached that age. And brown. Yeah, there's brown in me, apparently. That That's there. I mean, you know, what more can be said? So when mum pointed that out to me after helping me to blow dry the barnet this morning, and mum said, you've got three colours. And I was like, okay, I'm accepting of this. Okay, you know, let's not make a big deal out of these three colours. They are what makes up my hair. <laughs> so what I think has happened is with the deep violet, because it's a deep shade, the, I'm going to get all technical now. I mean, I bet you tuned in for entertainment, but you're getting education. So, I mean, I'm not a hair professional. I mean, who knew, right? <laughs> so, my hair has deep colouring. And I think because I have a dark colour in there, you know, because I have a baseline of brown, it decided to cling on to that for dear life. So, the suggestions that were put to me on my Instagram was quite comical. Okay. I'll be honest with you, in my depths of de desperation, get the words right, Jen, that would work. <laughs> in my depths, get your tongue in there, you know, of desperation, I actually messaged someone that I know that is a hair colourist, but she doesn't live in the same country that I do. And when I had the reaction, because I've never had a reaction to hair dye. Sure, you know, when you apply it, I sometimes get a singing, but I just figured that was it going into my hair follicles. As I mentioned, I am not a hair colorist. So I was thinking of all the people that I've connected with on social media, I do not know any hairdressers. I only know of one. So I messaged this person and decided to unsend the message because I thought, well, I, I mean, Maybe my body's just telling me that the, you know, the, the purple just isn't my colour. I don't know. And then, so I got a bunch of suggestions. One was from a friend of mine saying rinsing. I thought, okay, rinsing I can take. If it's warm water, that's great. Because every time that I apply water, it seems to loosen up. I just want to stand underneath a shower and watch the whole other colour go. But something tells me it's not going to work. And then I had some other suggestions. One of them was washing up liquid. Now, when I looked up on Google about this, they do say that apparently it can help. And my first instinct was, okay, but this experience has taught me that I'm a very sensitive being. I mean, especially skin-wise. And I thought, if I apply washing up liquid, oh, God. Then I, then I had a follow-through thought, and I thought, right, I can imagine this. So, I apply washing up liquid and it lathers because apparently that's what it does. Anyone that's washed up knows what it does. So, I thought, right, this is going to lather. And then if it takes a colour, what am I going to do with the smell? And I thought, if I react, I can imagine emailing my doctor and saying, right, doc. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is what took place. I bought a deep violet hair dye. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? And then I decided, my body decided, don't like that. No, nope, not having it. To have an allergic reaction. So, I took the advice 
and decided to put some washing up liquid on my hair. I know, crazy idea, but hey, when in Rome, right? And then I had an allergic reaction. And with this allergic reaction, it's gotten really bad. Can you please send me through some antibiotics and something to, to take away this thing? Oh, and by the way, parts of my hair are circling out. I mean, what do you do with that? This is what my, my thoughts were, and I thought, oh God. So it was a good suggestion. And then I thought, the smell, I can't take the smell. I've had a migraine, I've been through hell, and it's only been like 72 hours, and I thought, I can't take the smell. I really can't take the smell. So when I did this, I did not expect this reaction to happen. Since then, since this morning, I have been able to move my hair a little bit more. The only thing is the air's still cold and it decided to thunder today. They're in hailstones today. They're a bit it's wet. It, it's just grim out there. I mean it's like I, I reiterate, it's December. But it seems that parts of the hair colour are starting to fade. Now I am hoping by Christmas most of it will go. So parts of my hair are blonde, parts of my hair is grey, and parts of it is brown. But you know what? I'm okay because that's my hair colour. And I actually said to my mum earlier, I mean, I'll be honest with you, okay? I've had two very deep discussions about my hair. Usually I don't bother with it. It's just there. I wash it, blow dry it, I style it. It doesn't really bother me. It doesn't affect me. I've had two deep conversations with two people that I love in the last 72 hours because I've been toing and froing on what decision to make next. Okay, so the first one was to Jack. And I was... I don't even know where we were actually and I, I turned to him it wasn't really like a deep meaningful question but I just wanted to know so that I, like I kind of knew where to go next so I said if I went grey would you still fancy me when the words left my uh, mouth I was like of course he will you tit what are you on I mean he's not just with you for your hair is he I mean come on now his reaction was, of course. He actually sounded hurt when I said it. Like, you should know this. I was like, of course I know this. I'm just feeling very vulnerable right now. And I'm trying to find a way out of this. So I'm asking these questions because I want to, you know, build up some sort of a foundation to make myself feel strongly again and hopefully to deal with the monstrosity that has become my hair so that in the specific lights it looks plum, in other lights it might look grey. And when this hair colour eventually does fade, there's a possibility it's going to look grey. But I just want to know the people around me because... I can't see me, I can't see my hair, only when I tip my head forward can I see what's on my head, so I kind of wanted to see what they'd be looking at, so it's good to have this like this point of view. The second one was this morning, so I'll be honest with you, a conversation took place around 72 hours ago. And I was saying to my mum about grey, because remember the first episode I talked about that I let, I lifted up a strand of hair and there was grey there. So, okay, I've come to accept it. I've come to accept that it's there and there's not an awful lot you can do with it. You can either live with it and celebrate the fact that you have reached the age where your hair is no longer producing colour. Or you can think, oh God, I'm old. Oh man, I'm going to go grey. This was not my plan. So there are two pools of thought there. When my mum and I were talking about this very thing 72 hours ago, give or take, you know, let's not be pedantic about this. When we were talking about this very subject, I said to my mum about going grey. Because to be honest with you, okay, 
On social media, some women really can rock it. Now, I know they might have a deeper skin tone than I do, but hear me out, okay? So on my viewpoint, I kind of thought, I'm in my 30s now. Some might argue I'm still a spring chicken, but I can assure you I'm not. Things are packing up, okay? Probably too much information there, but I thought that I would really cement my point. So I have been looking at this thing and thinking, okay, my younger brother has told me that he has sprouted some silver hairs. And I thought, okay, but you're dark. Who's really going to see them? I mean, you have dark hair. You, I mean, I, when I've looked at them, I'm saying, I'm, I'm not being judgmental here, but I'm, I'm just saying it how it is. You have brown hair, no one's going to see them. You lift up a shine to my hair, you see grey. If I use a half up, half, you know, down hairstyle, you're going to see silver, okay? It's going to be there. So we've had many a discussion about this, and I've said to him, you know, he's actually, he's pulled rank and said, don't talk to me about silver hairs. I've had them. And I'm like, where? Please tell me. I take a picture Everyone in creation, if I share it on Instagram, everyone can see it. There might be judgment. I don't care. I'm just showing real life. There's no airbrushing here, baby. So, <laughs> so this is what goes on in my head. As you might imagine, there is quite a battle going on. Having said that, on social media, especially on Instagram, there have been beautiful women on there that are showing their silver streaks. Now... I'm celebrating the natural way of silver hair. It's true. You know, there are certain things you can do that I didn't realise until recently was a thing. You can tint it with pink to make it really show up. You can tint it with a darker colour to make it look darker. I did not know this because this experience hasn't really unfolded for me yet. I still have colour, as Jack said to me the other day when we looked into the hair. You know, you've got colour there. At the moment, I'm a pick and mix, you know. I don't know if that's actually trademarked, but we'll pretend it's not. I literally am a hodgepodge of hair colour. So, yeah, going grey has has presented itself to me. But I'll be honest with you. From my own personal perspective on it, I do like being darker because I feel like it matches my skin tone more. But this experience has shown me that I'm kind of maybe... Either I chose the wrong hair dye, I chose the wrong brand, or I've got to look at this stuff differently. So, when it comes down to the facts how I see them, I have deep violet hair. Well, parts of it is anyway. Other parts are like light brown or grey and blonde, apparently. So there's a mixture of things. Now, if you're an optimist, you might say, Jem, you have four options there. You can go with brown, <laughs> you can stick with deep violet, you can go with grey, or you can go with blonde. Blonde is out of the question. Been there, done that, worn the t-shirt, was not happy with the outcome. I had to cut my hair in the end. Grey? I'm not sold on that yet. I've, I'm, I've looked at it. I mean, in all fairness, I've only seen it on the sides of my head and on the upper part of my fringe so I'm not really like sold on it maybe we'll revisit this in like a few months time we'll see deep violet now I haven't actually had the chance to celebrate the hairstyle I mean the hair color that I chose so every time I go to the mirror I know that the following day if I wash this stuff out it's not going to be there yesterday when I took a picture of myself my fringe looked red or verging on purple Today, when I looked, it looks brown. So at the moment, I can't find like a solid 
point that my hairstyle is. I mean, hair colour. Get it right, gems. Hair colour. So it's kind of, I can't really make up a, you know, if I can get it to a natural state, I was having this conversation with my mum earlier, if I can get it to its natural state, it's not going to go lighter. So my display picture on Instagram, I don't think I'm going to look like that anymore, unfortunately. Or on Twitter, that's that's not going to be me, unfortunately, but we'll move on. So for me, I'm going to see what happens when I wash this out. I'm hoping Christmas is in a good few days now. I'm hoping that maybe by Christmas on the year, I might see what's going to emerge from my head. But... I haven't really enjoyed this experience. It's been an emotional roller coaster, a physical one. I've never felt so ill. Like, at all. As you guys know, if you've been listening to Quacky Jazz podcast, Life Offline, or any other of the series that I've done, you know I have chronic health conditions. They come and they go. You have flare ups, sometimes you don't. But with this, I have literally felt so ill. And there have been a few times where I thought, this is it. This is the end. Okay. I had such plans, but this is the end. I'm not even being dramatic. It got me to that place. So moving forward, I do have two options presented itself. I will not do box hair dye again, to be honest. I can't take the smell. And this one, I do not. I It's kind of put me off box hair dyes for life, to be honest with you. I've had some women contact me on direct message, especially on Instagram, that said that, you know, they've had different hair colours and they kind of faded it out and went back to their original dyed hairstyle or hair colour. This has really tainted my view on that. Because here's the thing. When I usually go for a hair colour, I do it. For the first day, it stinks because of the ammonia, but your hair feels luscious and vibrant and great. Then it starts to fade. It starts to fade like really quickly. And for me, I wash my hair every day. So that could be a thing. But it's the thing of you have to gear yourself to do that. Because to be honest, it's just for me, it's a massive inconvenience. And you have to fight a battle before it emerges when it comes to migraine. You know, ammonia smells, it not pleasant it's not pleasant for the, the no anybody but if you're a migraine sufferer it's just not pleasant for you period so I kind of am chewing and throwing on what my natural hair is gonna color is gonna be like I know it's gonna be different but I'm not there yet if I'm mainly brown I'll be happy with that I mean if I can suck the brown out of the nicker block of glory that is my hair if I can make it last then I'll be like happy days but if grey is there then part of me thinks I'm accepting of this and think okay I'm every woman you know I'm <laughs> I, I'm accepting of this new change and who am I kidding I don't know because I'm not there yet I mean I dyed my hair because I mean let's be honest here Jem you dyed your hair because of the grey so there is that however for me I am kind of thinking a possibility might be go, to go to a salon and have it done because they do all the work for you and they wash it afterwards. That might be a possibility. I've just got to figure out if they do a patch test because that way they all do it and, you know. But I'm still in a ballpark because I don't know what the two options I have yet. So at this current moment in time, I have three colours in my hair. But the colour you can see mainly is like a deep purpley brown colour. So I'm going to see what happens. I hope I'm out of the worst of it. If I'm not, then this blows. 
if I am, which I think so, we're going to keep colouring, I mean colouring, what am I on? Going to keep shampooing my hair every day, because it's something that I did before this anyway, and hopefully that will strip the hair colour. I have taken pictures of what I look like over 72 hours, and when I've done this, my hair colour has changed so dramatically over three days, It's it's been a sight, I tell you that. So... That has been my experience. I would not recommend it. I mean, yeah, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Go figure, right? But I would not recommend doing this. If you dye your hair colour, it might be different. You might have a different experience to it. But for me, yeah, i just not liking it. I kind of wish I'd just saved my money or just stuck with what I had before, to be honest with you. But um, I'm just glad that I don't feel so ill anymore. I think that I can chalk up my funkiness my feeling funky to the weather so um yeah I'm hoping to still continue every now and again to post pictures of my hair this would be an experience but um wouldn't do it again it's a lesson I shouldn't have learned as my mum said you shouldn't have had to become this ill over a hair colour I may be chalk it up to a bad batch because you you know there are that kind of thing but some people have a bad batch of meds or something like that. I just think that I've got a bad batch in my... Some have said it might be the hair colouring itself. I mean, I've been red before, but that was done by a salon, so that could be why. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I haven't liked this experience one little bit. I'll be glad when it's over. The clouds are starting to part now, so hopefully, going forward, we'll see what I'm left with. We'll see what the end result is. I haven't lost any chunks of hair, so that's been a bonus. And my hair hasn't broken, so that's been a bonus. So, um, I got away lucky with this one. And my face didn't swell up, which is always a good thing. And my eyes didn't close, so you can't really ask for much more. For me, wouldn't do it again. So I'm going to see what happens, what emerges with my hair colour. If I'm brown with grey bits, I think I might just accept that and just kind of heal because healing your scalp is one thing. Healing what it does to you and how you see yourself is a different thing. I'm walking around now with a bit of plum hair and I know it's not going to stay there. So it's kind of, if I look in the mirror, I'm like, what's changed? It's kind of like when you find, you know, when you find your first grey hair and you think, okay, you see it a couple of days later and you think, where did you come from? I don't remember seeing you last week. So it's kind of like that at the moment, but for me, my hair is like a mood ring right now. It's changing every five minutes. <laughs> I will leave you with that visual. <laughs> so, with that said, that has been my experience. And this has been Violet Hair Dye going forward. So now you know the status quo of what's planning. The next episode, I'm hoping to release on Christmas Day or... Some people don't celebrate Christmas, I'm aware of this. The holiday season, but that big day, you know, Christmas Day. So uh, there is a reel up on my Instagram. I've also asked on my Twitter. And here's the thing. There has been some new info over here in the UK. Yeah, I found out about it way before I pressed record. And I was like, oh, this is a happy thing to know, isn't it? If you're in the southeast of the UK, much like myself, stuff's changed. It really has. So we're now in tier four, which basically means that we have a super strain of coronavirus. I personally have the opinion on it that 
we've been doing everything that we've been doing, wearing face masks, you know, giving two metres space and everything that has been required of us over here in the UK. However, this thing is a virus. And much like you have different strains of the cold or the flu, I think this thing's evolving because it has to survive. Some people might say, you know, you've got the schools and colleges open. And yeah, granted, you do. The evidence is there. People are going to school and college every day, right? However, viruses need a host and they need to survive. Most living organisms, they care about their own survival. So though I'm not a scientist of any shape or form, I personally think we have this strain and it's evolved because it wants to remain living. So the information that has been is that the South East, where I am, I mean, Joy, has gone into tier four. So that means that it's going to be a very quiet Christmas. If you haven't seen loved ones in a good, I don't know, eight to nine months, like myself, I actually haven't seen my younger brother in all that time. And so for me, when I saw this information, it was like, you have to be kidding me. Are you actually having a laugh? There are, there were a few other choice words as well. But with this in mind, and with the crazy year that this has been, I wanted to ask you, what have you got planned for this Christmas? Are you, you might not be living in the southeast of the UK. You might be living in other regions. You might not even be in the UK. Let me know. You might be abroad. It would be great to hear from you. If you want to, you can comment me using my stories on Instagram or you can get involved via my Twitter. And uh, yeah, so hopefully this will go out, this new episode will go out on Christmas Day so that maybe if you don't have family around, then... Maybe this podcast episode can cheer you up because I'm hoping to hear from people from all over the world. And uh, yeah, all the details you need are coming your way right now. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for putting up with this crazy experiment of mine. Well, I say experiment like I planned a thing. I didn't. But thank you for sharing this journey. I haven't liked it. I hope it's over soon. But yeah, so um, yeah, thank you for tuning in and do stay tuned for the episode all about Christmas. And don't forget, you can get involved too, just between us, okay? Let's make it a cool one. Oh, and by the way, if you can, before I sign out and all that, before the details come, we all know how much we love those. If you wanna follow me and stuff, that's coming up. But when was the first month you heard this year, the latter months of this year, like September, October, November, of course, December, when was the month that you first heard your first Christmas song? I'm really curious. I'm going to share mine in the next episode. So, um, because they seem to be doing it early, don't they? But we'll be talking all about this in the next episode coming your way next week. So thank you so much for tuning in. I am Gem Swallow, the madness that you know and love. That's why you tune in every week, right? And I thank you so much for doing so. We have one more episode coming, but it shouldn't really mess out much because the episode hopefully after that, I say this, but things happen, so maybe I should just not say it. But after this, we're going to be starting a new series. It won't be life offline anymore. No you got to stay tuned to find out what it is. Here's all the details coming your way. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the next episode, you can do. Check out my Instagram. Check out my Twitter. Check out my Reel on Instagram. It's all there for you. And I'll talk to you very soon. Episodes drop every 
Thursday. If you're not able to uh, get involved or tune in, have a great Christmas. I hope that you do wherever you are. Stay safe, stay healthy, because no one wants this coronavirus over Christmas. I mean, that just would not be an ideal situation. And if you do want to tune in, then yay! This will be a fun episode, and I will keep you company through Christmas. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Gem Swallow. This is Quirky Gems Podcast Life Offline. And remember, be you, not them. I'll speak to you soon. Quirky Gems Podcast is a lifestyle podcast where I talk about conversation, current events, and curiosities. Join me, Gem Swallow, Thursdays here at Quirky Gems Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. Thank you so much for listening to Quirky Gems Podcast. To see behind the mic and to get involved, check out my social medias at Gems Quirky on both Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to follow me on Google Podcasts and Spotify. New episodes drop every Thursday. And remember, be you, not them.